Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Since it is in progress, here we are. Podcast Teacher, 13th edition. We are Friday 13 today. Hey guys. Yeah. Hello guys. Morning. So, since we are on our 13th edition, I would like to talk about the number 13. Da, da, da. Are you are you afraid of this number? Some people um, are. Yeah, some people are. Like Josie. <laughs> no, I'm not. Really? I mean, not? I kind of superstitious. No, no, yes. Not about the 13th, but other superstitions. <laughs> Since we're going to talk about 13 and superstitions, let me tell you a tip. Uh, I like this subject because, look at this, you talk about superstitions, you talk about number 13, you talk about conditionals. Josie, what would you do if you were walking on a pathway and there was a ladder and there was no other way but to pass under this ladder? Would you? Uh, if I had no choice, I would, but in the normal days, I just uh, <laughs> cross, I like Pass the other around. side. You Pass see, around. beautiful, how beautiful. <laughs> I'm talking about a superstition, which is the yeah. ladder, passing under a ladder. The only thing that really can happen if you pass under a ladder, if it's something falls on your head, if someone is painting and then the paint falls on you, but the ladder itself doesn't have anything to do with the story. And anyways, you're talking about superstition and I just use it the second conditional. What would happen if you pass it under a ladder? And she answered magically, if I could, I would avoid. So you see, it's a perfect combination for a class. But the number 13 has many origins. Hmm. Kami, uh, how many were the uh, followers of Jesus Christ? 12. With Jesus Christ, 13. 13. Oh! Yes. So, I've never thought about it before. Yes. <laughs> the, the superstition about number 13 comes from the time of Christ. How about knocking on the door? For example, someone says, Knocking on the door? Everybody now is getting pregnant. What do you do? Knock, knock, knock three times. Ah, yes. Yeah, right? Yes, three times. Uh -huh. And we think this yeah. is a Brazilian thing to do. It is not. Yeah. It comes from ancient times when people believed that spirits lived inside of trees. Do you remember Pocahontas, the film, the, the cartoon? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Do you remember that her grandmother's spirit lived inside of a tree? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was an oak tree and she would talk to the tree and the tree would tell her messages, go with the wind or something like this. This is the time that people started knocking on wood to mm. to to get rid of like that. calling someone to talk exactly mm. exactly so that that is so interesting do you know also that in the united states uh most of the buildings don't have the 13th floor they go into the 12th and then all of a sudden you look and you say oh, wait 14. yes there is a building in sao paulo that i used to teach that they don't have the 13th floor oh it, really but, yes in berrini <laughs> Oh, yes. oh yeah, so funny. great. Yeah, so <laughs> kind of funny. 
That's interesting. Wow. Look That's at interesting. that. Really, really, really interesting. And uh, it's funny because it is cultural. It is cultural. Mm -hmm. For example, I don't know in which country from Asia, um, when you're eating in the bowl, you never leave the chopsticks uh, standing. Hmm. You, when, you, when you're not eating and you're giving a pause, you have to put them on the bowl not standing, mm. stick inside of the rice. If you do mm. so, the connotation is from incense. And incense is used for dead people. So whenever you go to a Japanese restaurant and you want to rest a little from eating, put your chopsticks either on the table or on your plate, but not standing inside of the rice. Mm, I didn't mm -hmm. know that, but I, I'm used to doing that when I go. Let me ask you if you are a person that fears some superstitions. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you go to places, I don't know, uh, do uh -huh. you, for example, fear uh, leaving your bag on the floor? That's not a problem for me, but I used to teach in a school and this school didn't didn't have a, a place to put the bags. And my students uh, used to use another chair or another desk to put their things, not on the floor. So some students had this superstition, but for me, no problem. I have my so money goes away if I put the bag on the floor. No. Ah, in, college, in college at school I put in my I don't care oh, guys you yeah. put the, you put the bag on the floor automatically you need to pay a bill no <laughs> no 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 but, but I have I have one superstition okay my my flip-flops ah. when they are upside down it oh, bothers yeah. me if I don't put in the correct place me too me too I do, I <laughs> it too. bothers me but you know what I I yeah. have the opposite superstition because since I surf and I'm always at the beach and I stay long periods inside the water the sun in on top of my flip-flops when I come back I cannot even wear them because they're too oh. hot so for me, it. the opposite. If I don't turn them backside off like that, uh, for me, it's bad. Bad superstition is to put your flip-flops super hot and walk <laughs> in the super hot sand. So for me, the opposite. You see superstitions is a super good uh, subject to talk about when you talk about if what are the questions I can make with superstitions do you can you think about some first or second conditional let's make with the first and then with the second to show teachers how they can work this class out yeah and if teachers want or students that are listening to us they can always call us and 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 ask for a ready class i have lots of material about this subject i have one about superstitions okay. uh, talking about conditionals so we mm -hmm. can share that with teachers that are yeah. listening to us so make a question in the first conditional for josie and i mm, what would you do if you saw a ghost go josie Mm, actually, I would say Jesus Christ, and the name of the Jesus disappeared. <laughs> if I saw, but this is the second conditional. If I saw a ghost, I would scream. Oh, yeah. I would, would scream. scream. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I wouldn't scream. I would just say because sometimes, um, believe it or not, I see some like I don't know. I see dead people. <laughs> I 
Jesus. Yeah, sometimes this is funny, but but but, but I don't um I don't You're get sensitive. scared. You're sensitive. Yes, but, yes, maybe, but <laughs> yeah, but I'm mean more I'm I mean more afraid with uh live people, like real people, <laughs> like <laughs> then the ghost. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> the energy that is trying to talk to you and i do believe in this don't remove my faith on that because i know that my dad and my mom are together i know that they sent a message sure. they sent a message so guys Great. how about if let's see let's see let's see mm, ah okay you are going to get on a plane and um somehow your place that you booked Uh, is not available anymore and you would have to sit down on number 13 seat uh, mm -hmm. what would you do if they booked another seat for you and the number was 13 and, and and it was a flight to a place that is very known for turbulences and stuff like that actually when i take plans uh i'm always afraid <laughs> flying so Well, any any seats could be a a, a nightmare for me, but I travel, but with a friend, yeah. I travel. <laughs> no problem for me. Yeah. I would see it. That's okay. okay. I would I say this is your lucky number because since they changed your seat, they need to give you a courtesy. So I would ask for champagne or... <laughs> So I am stop. I'm gonna stop blabbering because Josie has a super cool subject to talk about. And I think we have already passed the message that you can use first and second conditional using if situations about superstitious. And Josie, I know you have a super cool subject to talk to us about. Do I? Yes, you do. <laughs> we we scheduled uh, that. You, you forgot our plan. We we planned one night before. We spent wee hours talking about it, and now you forget. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, totally. Because uh, about this episode, like 13th, I just know about this little superficial uh, superstitions thing. So mm -hmm. I don't know so much like you. <laughs> Uh -huh. yeah. Well, I yeah. know a lot about superstitions because this is a subject I always use, right? Ah, but okay. there is something, but there is something that Josie knows a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, grammar, grammar topics, how to teach. Oh yeah. How to ah, okay. Ah, yes. And that's good. good. She's the kitty G of the jam board. So she knows. Sure. <laughs> But uh, I like to adapt to uh, course books in my Google tools. So sometimes when I see an exercise, I say, okay, this exercise is too boring. And then, okay, this, this I can transform in a gym board exercise and more interactive. So sometimes I choose mainly for the um, put the words in order because it's something that my students from A1, they have lots of difficulty to do it. So mm -hmm. this is what my activities This is a super cool subject. We were talking about a teacher in a pickle the last episode, and uh, Josie mentioned yesterday that she would love to give tips on how to teach some skills for for this kind of situation. And this is one point: grammar. Not everybody likes grammar, 
Not everybody is a profound grammar uh, expertise. And what happens when you when you know you have to teach that one content and you know it's going to be difficult for your students? How do you deal with that? For example, I have to teach I... reported speech and I know they're not going to get it in the first place. How do you uh, do see, Look at this face smiling. <laughs> Actually, I have some strategies. I have some strategies because since I um I studied in post graduation about flipped classroom, and then I have a friend who has a company working with this, and uh, I always send the students some videos and some content before the classes in order to watch and then to make a like environment because when when they have the class with me, they know a little more about the subject. So I, I so I'm sometimes I like to introduce this before because when, when I used to teach this like report, reported speech in a first class, my students say, oh, what is this? Uh, I didn't understand teacher. Oh, come on. And then so I try to, to do the inverse, mainly with the um, complex structure, like present perfect, reported speech, passive voice. I, I always do that with my students because I teach B1, uh, B2 and C1. And then I always prepare them like that. Ah, sometimes um, I send a piece of a song before. Ah, try to see that, and then it's our not our next content. So I always prepare before. When you said reported speech, I smiled because. <laughs> It's a really bad thing to teach. It's hard. But I like to start the reported speech class talking about gossip. Hey, guys, do you like gossiping? So now you are going to learn how to gossip. And that's perfect because everybody loves it. that subject. <laughs> perfect content. Okay. So then I show them some videos that uh, one person talks about other person and etc. And way to to start a subject. And I like working oh. with music. For example, I play I play a part of a song and I say, "What did he say? He said that no 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 no. He told us no 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 no. And then it's a good beginning yeah. for reported speech lesson. It's a reading. That's great. I always uh, also talking about reported speech, right? To introduce reported speech, I start showing them a lot of headings for news mm -hmm. and how they never mention uh, the person itself, but the fact. So a body was found floating in the river. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. who killed the guy. The important thing is that a body was found. So I start by showing them lots of titles of news. And then I say, let's talk about news. What is in the news? Why do they have this format and so on? Then they get super interested. And I say, did you notice that when they talk about what has happened, they first talk about the fact that happened. A, a man was shot. And then they talk, mm -hmm. who did the, the thing? So that it changes the importance in the reported speech. Teenagers love that because as Kami well said, is the gossip tense yeah. of so uh -huh. it's, nice to, it's nice to use this as as a I don't know, as a foreplay for them, as a you know, a warming up exercise. I usually think that before teaching a grammar spot, you have to give a lot of oral exercises 
not exercises, but real situations so that they start getting involved and all of a sudden you say, see, you know present perfect, you are using present perfect. And then they go like, oh my God, it's only this? It's not the peekaboo present perfect? And you say, no, it's this. And you know how to use it. So now let's see some exercises. And then the second class is the exercises because they already understood how it goes. Maybe this is a super tip for teachers. Our time is finishing, guys. Remember, I am the wisdom of time here. I have to say when the time we're gonna start. Wow! Yeah, I am. Level of, I am my level of from passionate teachers. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna give this job to you guys. Okay. Next, no thanks. Next one is you. No thanks. About no, the no. Next episode. Let's talk about the person that we're gonna interview, but not tell who she or he is. Okay. Um, okay. Who can start? I am a super um, fan of this person. Um, me too. Um, I don't know if the if the most our, our audience follow me on Instagram, but I posted a lot of things that I did with her last semester. Okay, so it's a her. <laughs> Thank you, Josie, for giving the first spoiler. Ah. No, but uh, I don't know. I did. I took so many courses last semester. <laughs> Uh, what I what I like from her, mm-hmm. what I like from her is a a new kind of course she prepares and she sells teachers. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. useful. Totally. Uh-huh. And I can teach that. I I already was a big fan of her, and then I met her in one of the brass tea sauce, and I was her minder, and she was super 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 nervous. And then I count her down. I said how it goes and so on. And it was a success. She had like full class and she has a telegram and yes. she she gives lots of tips for teachers. She is a person that really shares. She opens her all her material. Oh boy, we got a glitch. Um, I think it's the thriller. <laughs> yeah, we got a glitch. We got a glitch. You oh, glitched. Yoga. Your internet yes. connection is unstable. Yes. <laughs> You know, this, this, is the curse. this is the curse of telling that I am malevolent. See, you cannot say that. Oh, superstitions. Don't badmouth me. Okay. Because the computer knows. The computer knows. <laughs> Be ready for the next episode 14th and for the 15th episode, our debut, we will have a special surprise. Hey, stay tuned. So today, today we started talking about culture, superstitions, and then grammar, grammar teaching, teaching grammar. So it's a pleasure having you here one more time with us. I hope you keep listening to us, please, because it's very important <laughs> to you. It. And don't forget us. Yeah. Do it while you are doing your daily routine. Yeah, <laughs> okay. go wash the dishes, go drive, and take us with you. It's Or a yeah. exercise together. Josie, 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 a big kiss for you, Kami. Another. Girls, another Another one. Pass off a one. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.